we rolling? We started? Is yeah, this we, it? We, 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 this is yet, reasonable yet, ignorance? Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got it. Yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you like. I'm Magic This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the bully has when the mother got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! God damn. Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. Controversy. Controversy again. One more time. She's back! Shut your ass up. Bombs! Hi, everybody. Delcia is back. She's been on a month-long hiatus. Actually, it's been two months. Has it? Yes. Why? I mean, I didn't come none of July, and it's the end of August. No, Pop it. Hit it. <laughs> Mr. Slow on the prompts. One more time. <laughs> it's been two months? Yes. It's been like the damn near whole summer. You've been on a two-month long masturbation uh, um, scenario because the last time you were here we had Kinks, Kinks with, with Kiki. Kiki right we definitely did that was my last episode so how many adult babysitting have you been doing since then I've done no adult babysitting your clientele had to take off after that fucking show I mean we had a good motherfucker you remember that show Magic Mike how could no one fucking forget it was two and a half hours fucking long? Put the mic closer to your mouth. I stopped listening to that shit. Why'd you stop listening to it? Because that shit was two and a half hours long. That shit was some of the greatest ep- uh, greatest conversation podcasting ever. Um, I got a lot of tweets about that. A lot of people that were interested in the whole Kiki Kinks with Kiki episode and everything. Um, I'm interested in it. You interested? I want, I want to get a motherfucker to come from out of town to do what I say do. Pop it! Suck, suck my nut out of her. Bombs! Bombs! Yeah. Bombs! I need somebody to do the nice looking too. She's nice looking. Shout out to Kinks with Kiki. I gotta step my game up. You do. You gotta step your game up, man. Yeah, got to. You gotta up. stop leading with your credit score was four twenty, my nigga. No, that's that's what you usually be sucking nut out of every other bitches. Our zodiac signs ain't got to match, but our credit scores could match. We could just get kinky. <laughs> You've been on a two month long adult babysitting um, masturbation thing. What's, uh, 
what the fuck you been on? What's been going on? I have not where, been a dope babysitter. Where have you been? Shit. Doing some mental health shit. Like, 2019 has just been a crapshoot for me. Okay. Like, on some real shit. And I needed to step, take a step aside and, like, just chill, focus. I did a little traveling, sit around, smoked a bunch of weed, did a bunch of meditating, got a bunch of massages, did some therapy. You left the guys, you left the, your, your good buddies over here to go do all of that. Y'all hit it. Like, look, do you know how hard it is being the fucking strong friend? The friend that's always got the fucking plan? Like, my grandmother was fucked up for the better part of the fucking year. And while physically she's doing a whole lot better, like, I'm still stuck in the place where we had to fucking, we was filling out DNR papers. Okay. And then, like, when she gets better... She chose, in my opinion, she made the worst mistake in deciding to go home, but I set it up so she could go home. Those motherfuckers over there don't care. So now I'm being pulled in between work, my home, in her house, making sure she's straight. Then I have my friends who, for the love of God, make the dumbest decisions ever. Like, I'm thoroughly convinced that 85% of my friends' baby daddies is cornballs, which in returns make them bitches corny they self, so going back and forth with them niggas. Like, it's just problem after problem. Then, you know, that shit with work kind of hit me pressed, like, y'all gonna fuck me and my money like this, and, like, I wanted a new job. I'm trying to find a new job and do this over here and do that over there. Plus, like, the dog is definitely extra work that I did not really want. <laughs> I had no idea it would be this much motherfucking work. It's like a whole nother fucking person. Mm. And I discovered something over the past week. This motherfucker likes being on boats. So now I got to up my game so I can get a fucking boat so I can take this little motherfucker out on boats. Like that motherfucker was into it. Smiling and shit. Mm. Chilling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that and then just up sh- personal shit. And I needed like a moment. Okay. I'm glad you, uh, hand claps for you for being transparent. I mean, I done told all my friends there would be no more mothering. Okay. I'm not the strong friend. And like right when I was feeling better, I suffered like a tragic loss. But, you know, they got, you either going to sink or you going to swim. I don't have it for you. I don't have no opinions. I don't have no thoughts. I don't have shit for you. You almost feel like you letting other people feelings, I mean, other people problems become you. They do because and, and, I'm yeah. very empathetic. Yeah. And like I feel on the super, like a, a super emotional level. Like I will be a champion of your cause and then you right back doing the same dumb shit. And then you want to talk to me about it. And it's like the definition of insanity. And I'm just tired of listening to that shit. So I stopped talking to people and started just focusing on myself. Getting into a routine with the dog. Like, I did a lot of meditating. What kind of meditating? Just, I'm practicing mindfulness. I did, when I was in Michigan, I did a lot of hiking. I did yoga. I'm just trying to do different things. Like Hot yoga? No. Naked yoga? No. You didn't fall off the top of the, uh, the bean like the white bitch did, uh, did you? Did y'all see about that today? Yeah, she did everything she was supposed she could do. 
And she can't do on 6030 King Drive. <laughs> <laughs> and they got that yoga, you know, meditating. For one, it's going to be a siren, a gunshot, <laughs> or loose squares, or loud, no, loud, loud, man, what the or, fuck, or, or a horn. Or, or, or a person that was at the bus stop combing the, the actual wig or the hair, the yeah. hair that they got from. Brushing uh, it. Sister Beauty. Uh, yeah. uh, it's actually been kind of quiet over there. Not tonight. That's the motherfucker that live in the building across the way on house arrest and shit. He was outside, huh? Oh, definitely. Like, he mad they can't stand inside the courtway no more and shit. Gotcha. Okay. Like, mad as fuck, too. So you've been meditating, you've been hiking. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit, ain't it? There was them niggas out there like it was the uh, motherfucking Dude, uh, Labor Day picnic. Let me tell y'all about I came in one night. Hold on. Stories. It was trash everywhere. I'm talking about empty fifth bottles, chicken bones, trash everywhere. It's a bag hanging on the gate. I go to open the gate. The gate hit the bag. I'm like, what the fuck is in this bag? I open the fucking bag. It is two full bottles of Remy. Y'all, that smashed out here. You done just left all of this booze. And it came from Rothschild. So that shit was very expensive. You want to think about that? Hold on a second. Hold on. Of course I took it upstairs. Bob! <laughs> Pop it. Of course I did. <laughs> so this was the it other was, day? <laughs> this was like two weeks ago. It was blunts in the bag and everything. I'll take all of this. Yeah, well, it's about to, <laughs> your uh, spirit's about to be fucked up again once you drink all this stolen liquor from some niggas who was selling crack cocaine to get it. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is all that seeing Freddie and Jason in your dreams. Gonna be for real, cause that's what them niggas be doing. That's why they gotta take all them pills to add a doll and all this shit. Shit that they don't even know nothing about. Give me the Michael Jackson. Think, I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm just like, how the fuck did they forget all of this? The little girl on the first floor was like, shit. The other day it was like a big dumbass bottle of tequila just sitting out here. I'm like, what happened to that? She like, my brother took that shit. <laughs> like, so the thing is, they probably be out there the whole time that you at work. Six from lunch all the way till they can't take it no more. They, they be get doing to go. something. One night I came in, it had to be about twenty motherfucking people in the fucking courtway, and I'm not playing with none of y'all asses. On my way up the stairs, nine one one. Yes, they're loitering. They're selling drugs. They're doing everything they shouldn't be doing out in that bitch. A lot of our police people came and broke the whole fucking party. I up. mean, it's the self medication of our people, our youth. That uh, but, teens. At, but at the same time, that doesn't deter you from living there. No, not at all. My the lick is sweet as fuck over there. They didn't went down on my fucking rent. Yeah, I, I see why. My ride to work is right after. No, my my landlord was very productive with that. Like she was very proactive because we started a group chat talking about that shit because there are plenty of people that live in their court way that have children. Don't nobody want to be walking through all of that shit. I don't know what the fuck she said, but the motherfuckers ain't been in that court way. No more. That's fucked up. I mean, do you realize how, you know, they're treating that like it's the Calumet building. I've never lived in situations Not like saying that. that you did, but but they're treating it like such. Uh I went and got a woman or two. If it, if it was too many women out there, when I pulled up, I, I wasn't fucking around. Situations like that is... It, Next, it, it'd be one thing if it was one or two people. I get that they're on, like, he on house arrest and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? And like you can't go nowhere, so you want to hang out with your friends, but fuck that. This is not the spot. And we're not used to that shit right here. Right. So move that shit around. So it has been moved around. So basically, now you've complained about a couple of things before. So you saying you okay with living in this kind of situation here? There is no situation anymore. I told you my landlord was they're very st- But they're outside though. Down there. At the bus stop. I don't live at the fucking bus stop. But still where well, a couple of months ago five niggas got killed. No, shot. five niggas didn't get killed. Five shot got down. shot. And that was like not a couple of months ago. It was like nine months ago. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was it was cold. Yeah. That was like last year. Yeah. I don't know that that, that kind of shit would deter me. Like I, I got to get the fuck up out of it. I don't, my peace of mind is like you know. I have a great peace of mind. I sleep like a fucking champion, especially since the idiots up underneath me have moved out. The gays have gone. Hand yes. claps to the gays leaving. I was so tired of listening to them motherfuckers fight. What they was fighting about the last? What happened? I don't remember fight? the last time like mustache, they had a fight. I just know. Mustache, so. Hold on a second. Hold, <laughs> what, what, uh, rewind. <laughs> What were the gays fighting about this time? He wanted his buddy to shave his mustache off because he's tired of the mustache sticking around his penis. <laughs> Hit it! It came for me and Richard Pryor, sir. <laughs> oh Too much of this bullshit about what's going on on King Drive. Let's get to the real shit. Delcia, your shit is on the way. Three months ago, we talked about the Popeye's chicken. Your, we talked baby, about that your shit. Your babysitting business will be off the chain in three months. One we more month. We talked about No, nigga, that. no. No, yeah. nigga, no. Rewind. 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 Why you do that about Paul Moody, man? You talked about it all day. You yesterday. Right. That's the only thing you've been talking about. Yeah. Tweeting about this shit. Yes, that, that excited you. Pop it! <laughs> Look. Rich boy sucking on his son dick. Ain't Bombs! Pop it! Bangers! That fucked me up, man. And the security guard said that Richard Pryor was going to have that nigga kill if he didn't get burned out first. Crack, crack is a motherfucker, ain't he? He's freebasing. He got the, the, the freebasing. Crack that is ether. a motherfucker, ain't he? Put that ether on there. The same shit that Nas talked about against Jay-Z, which y'all thought killed his career. Delcia, sound guy, Magic for Mike. Um, for all those who have not are not social media savvy, um, Richard Pryor's security guard has gone on record as stating that Paul Mooney um, molested or fucked Richard Pryor's uh, uh, Richard Junior, Pri- Richard Pryor Junior. Richard Pryor Junior. Richard Pryor Junior. has gone to on to TMZ to clarify and to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Validate what the security guard was saying in the interview with Comedy Comedy Hype. Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't. He never did confirm it. Or he didn't really deny it. I got to look controversy around that. Hold on a second. Finish what you're saying. He didn't deny it strongly, and he didn't confirm it strongly. He just left it still hanging there. But it's crazy how Richard Pryor's son, Richard Pryor Jr., gets talked about 
and followed out of his job, and he's been around all these years. And we want to talk about him. Did a man sexually molest him? Yeah, his daddy's friend. I would be I would be pissed off and a little ashamed and in denial or no confirmation as well, because y'all know my name is Richard Pratt Jr. And here y'all come with all these fucking cameras today to ask me did I, I somebody do another man do some sexual with me? Ain't that's that's the tripped out way of the world, ain't it? Yeah. My father was a comedy god. At one point in time, he was the highest paid entertainer in Hollywood. And this is what y'all come to me about. How about his dad? He probably was the one that sicked fucking Paul Mooney on him. Pop it. <laughs> Motherfucker. What you saying that? Delcy, if I never see you another day again in life, it would be too soon. How the <laughs> fuck could you say some shit like that? Shit, cause motherfuckers done traded their kids for less than that. Oh my not in not in the seventies. You was a motherfucking lie. Only thing he was trading. You was a lie. His was daddy was high as fuck. You you got some crack rocks? <laughs> Sure, go in there. No, no, he didn't do crack until the 80s now. Well, what I'm saying he is, cocaine he went in his son's room and was like, Uncle Paul's gonna come in here and it's gonna be all right. The fuck? Hit it. Sticks and stones, money. Sticks and stones. Hey, look. Fuck that shit. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Richard Pride. Okay. Greatest man to ever how in the fuck could you say that and you over there lighting the flick of your big right now smoking some shit, some dope, sold his some son's drugs? Boy Are you talking about Richard Mooney. Pryor? He sold the greatest his comedian son's ever. boy butt to Rich um to Paul Mooney. That's what I'm saying. Richard Pryor did. You actually really believe that? Why the fuck not? That motherfucker was all into all kinds of drugs. Quaaludes, cocaine, heroin, probably a little crystal meth. He, he probably wasn't doing, had, no, he wasn't doing no heroin I, or crystal meth. You don't fucking know that. He was doing cocaine. <laughs> he said he did acid one time. He had to joke about the acid. Oh, my God. He said the white boy and he to sold him. He, his, he, he offered his boy's butt up to Paul Mooney. Uncle Paul's going to come in here, and it's going to be okay, okay? Okay, little Richard? It's going to be okay. Little I hope your dog gets sick. Bombs! <laughs> Pop it! Pop it! Bombs! Gotta go to the dialysis center. What? Bombs! <laughs> CDT truck to come over there and he get out of here. You gotta get in the van with the old lady with the wig on the first floor. Ain't no dialysis for that nigga. Yeah, Somebody the, was talking about they got to go home to get a dog an insulin shot. You gonna find it because you love your dog. You the motherfucker lied. I, I done already said. And you said, he said, Uncle Paul is going to come here. <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, when you walk with your dog, he eat a motherfucking Harold's chicken fried four days old with 688 ants on it. Is it with is, extra mild sauce. Has it been Has it been um, clarified or has it been... Uh, uh, Let me see that. <laughs> Let me see that. I hope Uncle Paul come in here shit. Like you just mad because I just said something way controversial and shit. Has it been? Has it been? Has it been? Uh, um, by, by you being on the comedy circuit, has it been? Not I must have fucking validated that Paul Mooney's gay. Yeah. Okay. Corey Corey Holcomb got a joke about Paul Mooney and uh, George Wallace shared a room in Vegas. And the maid came in and said it looked like they was wrestling over a sneaker in the in the bed. 
go ahead. Yeah. Corey no Booker. way. Yeah. I got to look it up. Yeah. He, he, he off Twitter. They took him off Twitter. They took him off Twitter? Yeah. Since when? <coughs> About five or six months. No, yeah. Corey because Brown. of that? No, way worse than shit. Corey just say whatever he want to say. So he said, he said them two niggas was. <laughs> had a room in Vegas. And uh, when the maid come in and clean up the room, she said it was looked like they had been resting over a sneaker in, <laughs> on the sheets. God damn. Yeah. That's, what, that's tough, ain't it? That's tough. Yeah, Gory got a whole bunch of stories for you about Hollywood. He scared the shit out of you. If Paul Mooney is gay, so what? Been gay. We talking about Paul Mooney being a fucking pedophile. Well, he he, about to, he, he about, denies it. He about seven eight hours from dying. Now he over in the motherfucker. <laughs> he got Alzheimer's and everything. He ain't got Alzheimer's, dude. Yeah, he, he fucked up. That's why you don't see him as much. Yeah, dementia one, whatever. His I mean, well, all shit. Time will tell because he gonna start telling on his motherfucking self. But like I said, Richard Pryor offered up Lord Richard's butthole. Uncle Paul's. Gonna what come made in you here come to this conclusion? Because. All of that freak nasty shit that Richard Pryor would do, like he was on. When you have for drugs, Dog Dialysis Center, 43rd and King Drive. That's what you're gonna be taking your dog. When you have off of fucking drugs, 20 blocks away. Everything makes sense. Wait till to you. we get cold. And it was probably something that was fucking just normal. Stop coming from a dog. Look. That goddamn dog. They said don't speak ill of the dead. Ain't nobody never said you couldn't tell the truth on their motherfucking ass. Well, well, let me ask you both. Why? Do you mean, want your dog to wear a suit at his funeral or what? Because we go that we didn't, we didn't pass. Philip is gonna be cremated. Yeah. Okay. I'll be there. Uh, um, I want to be a Paul Barry. I guarantee I'm gonna drop that <laughs> motherfucker. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Pop. Do y'all hear the slander that is coming for Philip? The nigga, the nigga <laughs> just bombed him. He bombed him. He hit the bombs on his own. Hey, <laughs> look. This what the fuck I came back for. What made him? What made rich? Yeah. What made what made the nigga the security guard speak? You talking to Vlad TV? Vlad TV has something on these motherfuckers like a wand or something. One of them lights behind them. Maybe he asked them questions and they say whatever. Whatever. Rich was gonna get that nigga nigga Paul killed for a million dollars, right? For a million dollars. That shit. Now that part I don't fucking believe. I believe that part. Richard Pryor was the highest. I wonder what the fuck you gonna pay a million dollars to kill him for when you didn't offer them up to him. I'm confused. Okay, that confirms that he didn't do it. That's, That's when you mad. You mad at you when you if you mad at you. Oh, he got sober and realized he fucked up. Ooh. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> so now he got to kill Paul to keep it from coming out. When in real life he should have whacked the security guard you know, all too. All dogs don't go to heaven. <laughs> But you you realize though you realize if you a nigga that got money like like such you're gonna say those kind of things your nigga would, we we talking about with serious paper you know what I'm saying serious paper like that you off cocaine you off crack um whatever other kind of drug that you're doing you know and everything and all that sh- that shit happens and you know Rich was molested as a child am I correct? I do believe Magic. you are. What's that? He was molested as a child, wasn't he? Richard Pryor, yeah. So he was molested as a child himself. Um, has had uh, uh, get, has had relations with the, with a man, 
was uh, uh, involved also with the uh, tran- uh, transvestite. Um, you give me to look like you, you, your ideology is not far fetched from what you said because of all those things. Wow. Damn. Wow. I mean, if a mother would trade up her fucking baby for a couple of crack rocks, who's to say Richard Pryor didn't trade his son up for some other shit? The, the, he had all the money to get it. That's why. The whole, he had all the money in, a, in the world at the time. We talking about a woman with nothing in the world to offer up it was something. for her child. It was something. How you a crack out of your pussy ain't no good. fucking buy. Motherfucking Paul Mooney must have had something on his ass. <laughs> he said, "Now let me tell you what." I'm well, you know they, they called. They called. He called, <laughs> you saw those special. They roast when they did of uh, Richard Pryor. They said they called Paul Mooney Miss Thing, and he said Paul Richard Pryor said Paul was there when I fucked my first faggot. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. You just. Go with the punches. Go with life. Who knows? Uh, Richard Pryor's son, Junior, is not denying it or confirming it. So, you know, it's something what he, he has, was manning his own has, fucking what did he, business. What, what, what did he say in the TMZ in the, in the interview? What did he say? Something about, like, like things happening. Uh, pull it up, Delcia. TMZ on uh, Paul Moon. I can't remember exactly what it is. So much shit that went on the last few days. A lot of shit is going on. A lot of shit has been going on. Um, give me a rewind. Your final thoughts on the whole situation? On Paul and yeah. Rich? It's a fucked up thing. You know, uh, if it did happen, those two guys are still alive, and they both, I know it's on both of them consciousness. You know, Rich being in the victim and a predator, you know? So, you got to go through Paul Mooney tapes and see if he said anything about R. Kelly or the likes of people who have went to jail for fucking with children. And then that'll lead you to a lot of understanding. As far as Richard Pryor offering up his son for that, that's the only thing I got a tough part with. You know, I wouldn't believe, I don't believe that. I don't believe he was that strung out on drugs where he would offer up his child. Mm-hmm. You know, talented, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, things I say, he said, I said, I. I don't have a hard time believing that. He said he said he said also he said that you know um he also said um the comedy guy said he almost burnt I mean he was saved Paul Mooney like you said was him catching on fire. When he caught on fire. You know, you do you remember watching going to the movies and watching JoJo dances? To this day, one of the best quotes and lines ever was in that motherfucker. What's that? When he was doing his own eulogy. And he said, we have telegrams and letters from all over the world for here, Brother Jojo. Brother Jojo preserved himself with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> if, he reached, if he reached out on his nose now, we probably have enough to get to the whole room high. Mm, mm, mm. He wasn't happy unless his dick was in a vice. He preserved, his, he preserved and reserved himself with cocaine and pussy. And we have a letter here from, we have a telegram here from one of his ex-wives. And it reads in part, you black motherfucker, at last you're at the place I wish you to be. Mm. May the magazine out your ass and dance on your eyelids. 
sincerely Shirley. And he said, you can see she's deeply touched. <laughs> Bombs! <laughs> but for years, me and my boy Dion used to laugh about this shit. This nigga was, that, that, you know how mad you have made a woman to say, you black motherfucker, that mm-hmm. last year at the place I wish you to be? Yeah. And you laying dead? Yeah. <laughs> you have eaten away at her ass for the longest. Mm-hmm. You probably the worst thing known to mankind to her. Yeah. Um, I, re- I remember watching the movie as a child. Um, it was really uh, uh, eye-opening, really uh, traumatic also at the same time. Him watching just him with that fucking free bass. Because that then that, that was a big ass fucking pipe back then. You know what I'm saying? When he pushed Debbie Allen car off the off the cliff. Yeah. He's married to her. Yeah. He pushed the car off the cliff. Are you sick of her shit? She was playing, she, she they weren't married for real, were they? Not in real life, but But she was playing somebody, she was yeah, playing one, one of the one of his ladies he messed with on the yeah. side. And uh also the part when he was uh <laughs> he was a shorty and he was in the brothel. Yeah, and he used to look in the win- in, the, in the keyhole to see his mama with men. Yeah, and he bumped the door one day, and so the white man wanted the lady to, to piss on him. She said, "Motherfucker, I'll say a pussy, not piss." <laughs> and so the security guy had to come get him. Yeah, and he asked the security guy to piss on him. <laughs> Would you pee on me? Ah, oh, that motherfucker! That, that was one of my favorite movies. Which my favorite movie, like one A all time to watch is uh, Which Way Is Up. Didn't you, but okay, before you go into that, didn't some one of the wives sleep with sleep with somebody in the movie? Or am I confusing that one? No, the lady the lady that he liked a lot. He had to dress up like a what was her name? You probably confusing that with a uh a stripper movie with Marky Wahlberg. Yeah, you're right. Just, am, yeah. Dude blew his brains out because she kept fucking everybody. He, yeah, she, she he killed everybody in the room and then blew his. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, JoJo Dance, that movie was was It was what year it came out? Eighty six, right? Somewhere in there. Yeah. Eighty six, eighty eight, or eighty seven? No, nah, it was before then. Probably like eighty four, eighty five, eighty six. Nah, I had to be yeah. like eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah. yeah, I was like twelve years old. 13 years old watching is like, you know, JoJo dancing, your life is calling. That was that was a wild movie. Down there in Peoria, Illinois. That was a wild fucking movie. Um, give me a rewind. So, Delcia being back, hand claps to that. Welcome back, Delcia. Have you um have you been listening to our podcast that you haven't been a part of? You listened to last week's episode, a couple of weeks' episode? No. Shame on you. There was no shame. Shame I on you. I told you. I've been practicing a lot of self-care. Gotcha. Okay. People, you, whoever listens to the podcast from Delcia's, uh, uh, um, people's, y'all done fucked up, but she had has not listened to the, her own podcast. Um, that she's a part no one of. Fucked me up. It was just I needed a break. Like that's all it was. So right? I mean, I, I, are we going to see you next week and the week after next and the week after next? I mean, I'm taking it one day at a time. I'm here today, ain't I? So we won't see you the next two months then. Hand you claps. All right. Fuck you. You know you miss me. <laughs> what ugly is? Give me a rewind. 
Um, have you all been watching Snowfall? Nope. Of course, my my uh, co-worker Smiley put me on it, and I'm hooked. Bombs for real. Yeah. You so you you so you it's working in the, in the, car, the the new uh the new system is is working in the barbershop. Yeah, now. yeah, 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 yeah. We've been watching it all week. So you've been, been watching catching up on all three seasons. Really? Yeah. Your thoughts? It's a lot of, I know a lot of Franklins. Okay. Guys, it just was cool and got into the game mm-hmm. and dealt with life. Started off with weed, you know what I mean? And then life came at them fast. And you, uh, you wind up hurting people around you, you know? The girl next door. You caught all the way up to that episode. Yeah, I watched tonight's episode too. Don't give, don't. I haven't watched it yet, so don't tell me. But I, you know, yeah, I've been seeing a couple of things that you know, like Pusha Tweet, Pusha T tweeted. Uh, uh, shout out to Pusha T. Overrated. Pusha T says Andre must die. I have to watch tonight's episode. Yeah. I was going to wait till tomorrow to watch it, but I'm going to go home tonight and go watch the episode. I'm going to take an hour. Have you, Sound guy, Mike, are you up, up up on Snowfall? No. Okay. You're not up on Snowfall? I don't even watch TV. Gotcha. Rest um, in peace, John Singleton. You were doing a great job with this show, this series. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually good. So you binge watched it like I did with Power years ago. Yeah. And it shop all day, every day, because we got the new, the new system, so you can say snowfall and go to the beginning, uh-huh. and then watch all the series. So, and you like it? If you're in a shop, you got to watch the shit with us. And Smiley put you up on it, right? Yeah. How does Smiley feel about the the episode? I mean, the show. You know, he love it. he love all the street shit. Yeah, <laughs> and he know it. Yeah. And if, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to listen to Smiley's podcast when he was on guest of the show, it was uh, episode 42 and 46. Yeah, he's, he was on this episode when we first a uh, couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. 42, episode 42 and episode 46. Um, so with that being said, we we, we talked about Snowfall. Um, did you watch Power on Sunday? Yeah, I watched Power. What's your thoughts? Uh... Then they cried when Angela got shot, but somebody had to get shot. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to die. They had to turn up between get get Ghost and Tommy's uh, rivalry going. Right. So Ghost losing his wife. Might as well kill off the side chick. Let's really get this shit to pop. You know, it's gonna be interesting because to see whose side Tariq takes. Is he gonna go with Uncle Uncle Tommy? Is he gonna go with his daddy? Right. Because he already said uh what is uh what is lying at? What is what is what he call him when he was talking to Tommy? He's like, why y'all fighting? He's like, man, he came over here. He's like, what is, what is uh lying ass said something to that effect. Yeah, I know you said that. Yeah. yeah. And uh it's gonna be interesting, man, to see how this really plays out. Okay. Because uh it's it's Is drama slash suspense mm-hmm. slash if you really give a fuck about drug dealers. You know what I mean? At first, last year I was just like, fuck Ghost. He's, all this shit need to happen to him. He's a fucking community killer. He's so dope in the community. Fuck right. him. Mm-hmm. 
And that's where I'm back at it. You know, all this stuff is supposed to happen to a drug dealer. I was when like, you ruin the community. This is what you get. This is the wrath of God. Everything around you should crumble. Your daughter should die. Your son should get his dick sucked by Paul Mooney. And Bob's. <laughs> Hey, look, um, how did you feel when you was going back for a second to Snowfall? Dude, I was I was jittery and shaking finding out about Mel. And I posed the question. I said, um, Mel is the, is a, uh, uh, just to give you context, uh, Dale's here. Mel is, uh, on, is an 18-year-old character about to go away to Spellman who decided to smoke crack rock. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to figure out what year this has to be in. Like 86, 87, right? Early? I'm not sure. No, the it's in the 80s. Years, the, 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 uh, right before when crack started. Because at first, uh, he was selling the weed and he started to go to cocaine and he started making the crack. So it's, it's probably like 85, 86. Okay. And uh, I know if it was 87 or something like that, they had to play some NWA in there. But he's playing all the hip hop that was local LA music. And uh, he said, I remember in the interview, he, he said, that this is the pre-crack era. So I guess now they're getting into the crack. They are in the crack era because he's right. actually smoking it. You know, and to see her, man, it was tripped out that I was watching this that episode where she first got on the crack. Mm-hmm. And then they went to the skating rink, her and her girl. Yeah, her and, and Wanda. Was, yeah, her and Wanda, man. And, and just like how quick she can change for you. You know, it, it puts it all in perspective. Your decision making has a lot to do with where you're going in life. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't 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 get me wrong. I'm not no hell of a fire decision maker. I done made some fucked up decisions, but you got to just live with them. You know, it ain't about the, the the bad mistake you made. It's how you responded to the. You know, life happens when you respond to life. Mm-hmm. So. Delcio, you're doing a great job at you know fighting your way out of whatever situation you had yeah, going on. You know, you you, know, you, you, you weather the storm, and it is, it's all behind you now. I mean, some people don't. Yeah. Three weeks ago, I had a friend that shot himself in the fucking head. Wow. And it's so fucking crazy because we was just on vacation together in North Carolina in July. Wow. Three days after his 40th birthday. Yeah. He shot himself. You, you never know what somebody's going through in their life. That's why we and my boy was joking today. Like, if you ain't somewhere laughing, you somewhere crying. Yeah. You're either or. If you're breathing, you're doing one. You ain't got to be physically crying. You're crying on the inside. Or you, 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 it's, it's, it's a topsy-turvy world out here. You know what I mean? Who, who, which one hit harder for you, G-Money or male? Male. The Why girl. does everybody choose male? Because she's she had her life on the way for her. You expected G Money to do that. What I tell you about drug dealers, he deserved that. He was jealous about Nino, who was dark skinned it, and then Nino took his lady. Okay. Yeah, G Money was it was destined for one of them to get hooked on fucking crack, and so it was definitely gonna be G Money. Yeah, and he couldn't weather the storm once Nino had had his lady. That's why G Money told him to sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. I mean, Nino told that to G. Yeah, Nino. Yeah, Nino. I mean, it's but one of the best lines on. ever in music. It, I mean, movie history. It is. But you, you both gonna say 
you you gonna say Mel being over G Money? G Money was the nigga that was right right next to him selling the dope, and he deserved that. The Mel was on her way to Spellman, eighteen years old, but she was sniffing coke though. Beautiful young lady. A lot of people have sniffed coke and have gone on to do great things in this world. One of them is the president of the United States as we speak right now. Pop it. DJT, he says what he want to say. He got to be on cocaine to say the shit that he wants, that he's saying. Pop it. How can you say, look at my African-American friend over there? Pop it. Isn't he sensational? Pop it. He's going against the lady for president of the United States, and they're having a debate, and he says, look at that face. Would you want that face to represent you? Bombs! Hillary Clinton asks the man a simple question of, Donald, we haven't seen your tax forms, your income tax forms. And Donald shot back just as quick. You didn't get them, I emailed them to you. Bombs! Pop it! He called the only man in the world with more nuclear bombs than him. Little Junk Kim. <laughs> he called him a Little Rocket Boy. <laughs> you had to have had some cocaine in your system to say some shit like that. Mm-hmm. When a man could push a button and knock y'all, this motherfucker be over with. And he called him Little Rocket Boy. <laughs> like he, like he leaned out the window talking to some little six year old. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Nigga, <laughs> he told the NFL owners, y'all fuck with them niggas taking a knee and not standing for them next year after. You need to fire their ass. Fire. Yeah. Donald Trump say what the fuck he and he damn motherfucker to say something. You know, you know what he be saying? Oh. That's fake news. That's fake news. He, 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 I was watching this press conference the other day. And he was like, uh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Here we go. He was, it was one of the one of the female reporters about to ask a question. He's like, here we go. <laughs> you, you bitch, I don't, I don't even know why you keep coming with the press around. You know approval, like ra- approval ratings in the 80s. Yeah. Approval ratings in the fucking 80s. You know why you got to like Trump? If you don't like what he stands for, you gotta like his antics and his bullshit. <laughs> you know he don't know none of them answers. <laughs> Remember when he was running for president and the lady asked him that tough ass question? He looked at her like, bitch, you know, no, no shit like that. So he deflected and said, What's wrong with you? Are you bleeding? <laughs> bitch, you got cramps? Pop, what the fuck is wrong with you asking me some shit like that? I got money, ho. I said, the, the, he told the man. Like he told, he said, that the, he said that he's like, I'm losing money by being in this presidency. I could be up three to five billion right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Y'all fucking, yeah, y'all know. Cockett <laughs> sit up there and said that. I be up three to five billion. I'm losing money doing this shit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> I'm losing money on this shit. Y'all, That's what he, did you watch the front? He really ain't losing no goddamn money. He said he's losing money at the G7 conference when he was when he was talking. And I'm then he losing said, money like that. Don't y'all know I'll file uh, uh, bankruptcy in a minute? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this money shit, bitch. I use that. I use all y'all money. That's something for all the people that's been filing bankruptcy with uh, three different phone carriers on their credit. <laughs> Bring it down. Fuck that credit up, baby. Um, give me a rewind. 
So now we we're transitioning to um, Sunday um, and the Chappelle show. Chappelle, Dave Chappelle's new uh, Sticks and Stones comedy, uh, stand-up comedy that took place in Atlanta. Very strategic place where it would take place at. Um, it debuted on Netflix. It's been the talk of the, for the last five, four to five, four days. When we came out Sunday night. Yeah, very. Um, his uh, he had a he had a he had his annual or, or his annual kickback or whatever uh, festival tour or, or some festival show, and he had everybody from that was involved. What happened? He had it in Dayton. Oh yeah, his, his block party. Right, his block the one party. He did, but he had it for the victims of Dayton. That's why he had it in Dayton. Oh, okay, so he had Kanye out there. Yeah. Um, we saw that all that all that was in the news and social media news and stuff like that in the cycle of news. But then some said to me, some told me, go check Netflix right quick, see if the comedy dropped. And it fucking dropped. So good, strategic marketing. Good. Very strategic marketing. Good good move that it did. Um all day Monday. I was pissed and pissed off anyway, perturbed and everything, annoyed. And I took an hour and a half to sit down and watch the Netflix special that he got paid what someone anywhere between twenty to thirty million dollars for. I think they pieced all three of them together, so you got like ten million for each one. Cause you you know like this was in with the package deal for his. Oh, it was special. in with the package deal. Yeah, like three shows. This one, this one, three shows, thirty million dollars. Really? Okay, okay. Hand claps to him. A forty. What did he get? Forty. No, Eddie getting, getting seventy million, but I think. Along with that deal is the Dolomite movie that's coming on Netflix. Oh, it's go- that's not going on. Uh, no, that's not going theaters. to the theaters. No, that's going to Netflix. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, Andy Murphy and uh, other other A list celebrity stars are taking that money from Netflix and making it work in their favor. Leslie Jones just moved from. Uh, she just left us SNL. Yeah, tonight and uh, after five years. And now she's going to do, she was a writer on that first, so she's going to do a Netflix special as well. And uh, Netflix is coming after everybody, man. They well, coming after, I mean, but the thing about it is, like they said, they do their research on you. People, sometimes, some people don't understand and know that, you know, these motherfuckers be getting paid. Like, you know, they look at them numbers like, you know, uh, how they getting paid all that money? Like, they get paid. Them comedians get paid. So they, HBO must have been not paying motherfuckers back in the day. Hey, Hulu. Reasonable ignorance. Uh, we're down to talk to y'all. Amazon TV. We down to talk to y'all. We can put together a live show for y'all. Y'all ain't seen shit. You act. You ready to act a fool on them on them on them shows? Do a little cooning too. Bobby, I, fuck I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Get um, away from all these gunshots. We got a rape motherfucker running around the neighborhood now over in Chatham. So, really? Away from the, yeah, it's probably that Beyonce motherfucker we see walking down the street that night. Oh, he no. probably strong arm of motherfuckers. No. So, it's been a talk. Did you watch the comedy? Both of you all watched the comedy show? Yes. Your thoughts? That shit was hilarious. He was so on point with the fucking Alphabet Gang. I ain't never seen some shit so for real. Shit that me and my friends talk about all the time. Like, not just my straight friends, but me and my gay friends who talk about it. Like, I have a lot of gay friends that fucking hate the Alphabet crew. Really? Yes. And claps. 
Like they are. I, I mean, I, but I, meant, get, I, I didn't mean the hand claps. I meant uh, not hand claps. Please take that back. Controversy. Yeah. Yeah. Rewind on that one. Yeah. Why do they hate? Because like they just feel like they fucking messy and the bane of their existence, the fucking tease. Them motherfuckers, whether it's man or woman, get on their fucking nerves because they try to sensationalize everything. Like, have you ever been in a public space with those motherfuckers before? I look at one who tweets about stuff every fucking day. One, a few months ago, I was out. Motherfucker came up in there. They loud as hell. Bitch and girl and I. Naturally, everybody's fucking staring and shit. So motherfuckers waiting for some people to say something. Ain't nobody finna say shit to y'all. Like, don't nobody give a fuck that y'all like transgender. Mm-hmm. Like, we stand at y'all because y'all in here making all this fucking noise. Y'all wanted somebody to challenge y'all. So the first thing that you could say is somebody was transphobic. Get the fuck up out of here with that shit. So they're victims. They they do the victim blaming and Man, shaming and all that kind of stuff. the only thing the motherfucking Alphabet Gang set out to do was their agenda was to restrict freedom of fucking speech. You cannot say if you say anything, you are just this terrible fucking person. Fuck them. Like seriously, it, it, they, like he said, these jokes write they fucking self. Like, y'all the reason I got these jokes. Your thoughts? That's exactly on, the way I feel. On Sticks and Stones. Sticks and Stones, very good. The Jesse Smollett. Juicy? Yeah, Juicy. What's juicy I'm going to forever ye- call him Juicy. Juicy Smooth, yeah. yeah. He's from yeah. Paris. He's French. <laughs> he a, starred on Empire. A, a great, well-written joke. Mm-hmm. Also, the joke about the... Uh, Opium outbreak, yeah, the opioid crisis. Opioid crisis, or is it the crack? Yeah, yeah. I seen a lot of people repost that that little bit of the joke, that many part. Uh, Great show, man. And you know, I think I think it was needed now because we doing it. We got so many. What makes it so? What makes this comedy so? Brand of comedy so genius right now because we got the Ha Ha Davises and uh, the guys from the. The, the social media comics. You know what I'm saying? I see comedy every night, damn near. Mm-hmm. But to see somebody put it together for a whole show. So that just goes to show you, like, a lot of people haven't really, they was like, well, he the GOAT. He the great. He this and that. He the greatest to do it. If you just study comedy and see what people have been writing jokes like that for years, George Carlin, uh, Richard Pryor, writing great jokes for years about when his father takes him to uh, go hunting, and he has the, uh, they see the bear, and the, and they get ready to get the, he's like, hand me the gun. He's like, what gun? He's like, it's in the car. He's like, well, what the fuck we going to shoot the deal with? <laughs> I mean, what we going to shoot the bear with? So he said, which way you going to run? He's like, why you ask me that? He's like, because I don't want to run over you. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> this George Carlin, right? No, that's Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, okay. fucking... To do that kind of comedy, you have to be like real unapologetic. You like have to be like, I don't give a fuck. Mm. 
that I'm offending you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you have to stand on it. Now, if he comes back and he apologizes about that shit, boo to you, Dave Chappelle, but he's not. No, no, because he's like, he told, uh, when he talked about cancel culture, everything he said, everybody, oh, Trump, no, he talking about you motherfuckers. Yeah. You motherfuckers are some of the worst motherfucking people to entertain. You niggas. Like, okay. you niggas want everything to be the way y'all fucking want. And the best example I can fucking give, even though I don't watch that fucking show, Power. All of the bullshit everybody talk. Man, this first episode was weak. Why would they change the song? Because y'all didn't built it up in y'all mind on what y'all feel like it should be. When y'all don't know shit about writing a motherfucking TV episode for shit. But since it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. You got the him and ha and all of this bullshit to make people change it back to what the fuck suits you, what makes you comfortable. So Dave Chappelle just made motherfuckers uncomfortable. Get used to it. And the reason why they want to hear the song the same way? Because they don't like change. They don't like change. And they change every fucking day. Oklahoma City fans hate it. Go to state when Durant went over there, but it's free agency created for him to go over there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, people didn't like Mary J. Blige once she got happy. They were, I like the old sad Mary. God damn, she said on her, like her saddest album ever. My life, she wanted to be happy. That was the last song. So this is the transition she's going to go with. Exactly. I'm going to be happy. I want to be happy. Uh, Jay-Z talked about drugs. So when he started talking about his marriage, niggas was like, that's some bullshit. What happened to the street hole? Nigga, he damn near 50. He got three kids. He damn near lost his wife. This is about what he's going through. This he is- don't have to fuck. He don't sell drugs no more. He a fucking billionaire. Exactly. So, so people don't y'all- understand that. And, you, you know, you they don't like change. And for the most part, change is difficult. Because when you get complacent and, and used to doing something, it's a hard thing to do. One of the hardest things to do is to break bad habits. That's one of the hardest things in the world to do is to break bad habits. A lot of us got bad habits in some way, form, or fashion. You know, but shit, if you, change is difficult. When, when you first get with somebody that takes you out of your, your, like you have a morning routine. And I'm sure it was difficult for you to do it when you first got the dog. Man, that shit's still difficult. Right now, today, I'd be like, it's really four fucking 45 in the motherfucking morning, and I'm walking around 63rd Street with a fucking dog. But Ryan I have a banger with me, too, because I shoot the shit out of somebody and still get dressed and go to work like I ain't do shit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me at my, Let me punch in first, okay? Damn. Um, I want to read something to you. The anger from the from the left over Dave Chappelle's new Netflix special comes down to white liberals uh, ang- being angry that they can't make blacks fall in line with PC culture. It's a statement of entitlement from liberals. After all we've done for you, this is how you repay us. Your thoughts? That's what they get for thinking they did anything for us. You stupid white motherfuckers is the one that made, gave him the fucking money. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Here it is. The, trampling on my right to fucking free speech because you don't like what I said. You have to talk. You have to say things that I like. Don't say things that I don't like. 
Fuck the left and the motherfucking right. Here's another one. Dave Chappelle's newest work of art, Sticks and Stones, on Netflix is so brutally honest, concise, and funny as hell. Shame on anyone who can't laugh at themselves and felt offended by his commentary. Um, you have to laugh at yourself sometimes. That's, that gives you your piece of humility. humility. I know a lot of gay people that found that shit human. to be you hilarious. Make mistakes, right? Humans do dumb shit. Humans do some funny shit. Some of us do some foul shit. You know what I mean? But it's something to giggle at. You know what I mean? Listen, we not fucking elephants <laughs> scared of mice. Quit being scared of your mistakes. Laugh at them. There's some shit out here. I'm no. I'm quite sure everybody is, is with a earshot of my voice. Everybody is out here that has done something so fucked up that you laugh about it at least once a month to yourself. Like God damn. But when you think about it, it just throws you for a loop. Like damn, I did that shit. That's some funny fucked up shit I did. You probably tried to get somebody back and did some worse shit. Or however, you know, whatever it was, if he was angry, if you slipped and fell on some fucking ice, you know what I mean? Women love to see other women fall for some reason. Down steps, slip, check on them first. Then, hey, you see that bitch bust her shit? Bob, <laughs> yeah. I mean, co-workers, I don't they, they don't let it be co-workers. All oh, they like to get, they, they talk about that. Low key, I don't mind watching anybody fall and bust their shit. Because while I'm helping you up, I'm going to be laughing at your ass. Like, how the fuck did you do that? Here we go. Um... Michael Jackson accused of Wade Robles is not backing down. Um, as we reported in, the, in his new Netflix uh, comedy special, Sticks and Stones, this is uh, from Perez Hilton. Dave Chappelle defended MJ against the rehash sexual abuse allegations made in HBO's Leaving Neverland by Ro- Robeson and J- James Safechuck. I noticed that neither one neither one of you all mentioned it about the Michael Jackson bit it up whatsoever. Um you say neither one of us what? Neither one of you all mentioned about the Michael Jackson bit whatsoever. And I know you're a big Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. On Wednesday, the choreographer who has worked with the pop group NSYNC and Britney Spears slammed the comedian for his victim blaming remarks and the streaming service for airing the program. The 36-year-old told TMZ um, the content serves to shame victims and is disgusting, irresponsible, and inexcusable. The dance believes Netflix is just as guilty as the Chappelle Show's alum for trivializing and condoning sexual abuse as they have as they gave a, him a platform to express his openly controversial views. One in six boys, blah, blah, he gives out these stats. One in six boys and one in four girls are sexually abused before the age of fourteen of eighteen. And considering their actions, Dave Chappelle, Netflix, and the Michael Jackson estate, who have recently supported Chappelle's views, are part of the problem. I believe we can and should do better than this. On Wednesday, John Bronca, that co-executor of the Michael Jackson estate, backed up Chappelle by telling the publication, "We agree with." with Dave Chappelle. These guys are damn liars. After years of exploiting Michael's generosity, they waited until he was gone and unable to, de- unable to defend himself before accusing him. They did this in secrecy. They did not do any independent investigation. Um, Wade's accusations emerged only after his book failed. And we turned him down for a job with our Las Vegas show nine years ago. 
He couldn't get a job until HBO and leaving Neverland director Dan Reed hired him. He'll say anything to avoid answering the question of why people like Dave Chappelle don't believe him or to address the factual holes and inconsistencies in the one-sided documentary that did not interview a single person other than the two guys and their families who are in it for the money. Um, with that being said, would you all feel about the Michael Jackson bit? That shit was hilarious, and he makes a really valid. He makes a really valid point. Yeah. I mean, it's Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't fuck Macaulay Culkin, but he fucked child, and y'all ain't nobody. Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's. Would you, what was your thoughts before I, I go into my, uh, your thoughts about the Michael Jackson? I knew all that about the mother dudes anyway, so I knew they was lying. They was doing it for the money. And they always backed, you know, once Oprah backed up off of it and she apologized, Oprah don't apologize to nobody. Mm-hmm. And she said that she hated that she was a part of it. Yeah, that's the spirit of Michael Jackson. Only people like, uh, the white boys just like, uh, and the dude is interviewing them. The white, the white boys, and the dude that interviewed them, just like choke, not a joke, no joke. And the other dude that said that Michael Jackson stole his style. Still mad about that one, too. You lucky Alpha you ain't got a dog. Though. Yeah, That shit was hilarious. That was the, probably one of the best threads on Twitter that week. That shit was hard. But, okay, I'm going to tell you. when I'm, I'm, I'm Chicago t- off a cliff. Over <laughs> driving, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, I'm, um... When I watched the when I watched the show, it was um, I didn't get the whole, you know with, with Dave, um, you got to take it in because it's a thinking it's a thinking comedy comedian. He's not like the Gerard Carmichael's or the I mean these new cats, uh, or he's not like these one liner you know like with Mike Epps and shit like that. Um, he's not he doesn't do physical comedy. He gets up there and does th- the thought-provoking comedy. Takes his time. Yeah. Isn't rushed about the joke at all. And he know the punchline going to be the shit. So it's basically like the hip-hop that you all really love. You know, uh, so. Native tongue comedy. I didn't actually start laughing until middle part of the, the, the comedy. But it was funny what he was saying. It was funny. Everything was funny that we were saying. But I didn't start chuckling and laughing until the middle part. Uh, of the special, it was great comedy. I rank him up there. I rank him and Chris Rock up there tied as two of my favorite comedians because they talk the kind of comedy that I'm, I'm uh, attracted to. Right. You know what I'm saying? If they was fraternities, there'd be sigmas. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bombs, right? Yeah. But know what you mean? Um, it was a capper in the shop the day he dropped that goddamn cane a hundred times. <laughs> Smiley asked the man to show him can he use the cane. And that motherfucker kept dropping that ass. He needed to practice on the rug. Yeah, he needed to practice that one. Practice on the rug. Um, but then he told me to go to Chicago State. So I said, you you really ain't trying to learn how to twirl that quick cane. You worried about folks in them over there at Popeye's. And <laughs> loud, loud, man. You, you, you. Side note, did you all see the, the video? Popeye's? Of the Popeye's video down in Mississippi. Which one? It's a million Popeye's videos. The best one was the dude that said, 
We out of chicken sandwiches. Don't come back here no fucking more. <laughs> you niggas is tripping. Y'all wilding the fuck out. The fuck y'all need no. four goddamn chicken sandwiches for, man. They, they, they reselling for 707000 on, on uh, eBay. That's and so all the- fucking stupid. Oh, I, I got one question. Why the fuck is niggas so mad weird? Like, you will stand, you, your natural instinct would to be to whip out your phone and record motherfuckers standing and fighting in a restaurant. Niggas act like only niggas was standing in these restaurants to get this sandwich. Do they not know <laughs> that more white people eat fucking fried chicken than black people do? They outnumber six to fucking one people. Yeah. We're still the, we're not the fucking majority of you. You said what? That, did you see the dude that threw the cup? Yeah, I saw that shit. That's that's special that special D looking. Yeah, I saw that shit. <laughs> Whatever that cup hit, like that weird fascination and shit with people just standing around watching people do fucked up shit and want to record it. Like this. <laughs> now, did you see, did you see the nigga that jumped into jumped into the damn uh, uh, drive through? Yeah. No. You ain't see big, that video? That, that was no. the biggest oh, drive through window ever. That nigga had the do rag on and it didn't come off. <laughs> he got in there and started fighting. Yeah. Cause the nigga hit him with a bro- with a broom. The nigga, the, the Popeyes nigga hit, hit the nigga with a broom. Yeah, he was fighting a lady, so the nigga came from the, over the top with a with a. <laughs> These chicken sandwiches, man. These chicken sandwiches brought the worst out of niggas, man. For real. I wish Did I could give me. Even that it brought the worst out of niggas because I'm telling you, white people were somewhere acting the same fucking way. My homegirl lives in Arizona. She's like, she was. I'm gonna try this this chicken sandwich from Popeyes. She fucking leaves work. She goes there. She said the fucking drive-thru wrapped around the building. The inside is packed. And it's all fucking white people. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so is this bigger than the Patty like- LaBelle? Uh, yeah, it's bigger than Patty LaBelle. With a uh, potato, uh, sweet potato pie? It's bigger than Patty LaBelle. I mean, them pies was average as hell any fucking ways. But the nigga made it go viral. The gay nigga made it go viral, though. You know what I'm saying? But... You we know, gotta get somebody to make us go viral. Do something. Else you pull your titties out. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> that's, that's we should have paid Dame Dash five hundred for an interview. This shit. They, these that's titties will make do? it go viral. These some pretty titties. He got his ass whooped in here. <laughs> <laughs> Bombs. That shit. This <laughs> little chatty patty ass. All right. But okay, um, going back to the Chappelle show. It was fun. It was very funny. The opioid bit was very good. He said uh, he thought it was a guy, but it was a woman that was a hype. He said, I'll suck your dick for $5. And the nigga paused and said, two. (laughs) (laughs) Pop it. That that would send me over. But he did make the parallel that, you know, you told us back in the 80s, say no to drugs. Now you catching now you now you you don't want your your child going to to uh uh to jail or or all those other kind of shit. And who said say no to drugs? Who said that? Reagan, Nancy, and, uh, Nancy. Nancy Reagan. Yeah, yeah. And goddamn it, you all, tore our community up. Our all, community got fucking tore up all alone. They was funding the shit to get over here. Yeah. So what's the difference between like I was saying earlier? Trump says what the fuck he want to say and does what he want to do. Because he knows he doesn't really have to play the game that these motherfucking politicians are doing. He know they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want to do. He, and he he knows he really doesn't have no power. You know who, who controls the the who has the power? Congress does. So Trump just do shit 
He 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 was his first year. He was doing everything. He signed about twelve motherfucking executive orders within the first fifteen days. The most executive orders signed ever by a president. Yeah, but he was trying to dismantle everything Obama had done. Yeah, he told he wanted Obama. Like they want the those books. eight years to just like be like to be erased and shit. And that's why he's. That's why they want to impeach him because they they can't let the brothers stay in there longer than the hockey. They, 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 ain't nobody been impeached or gave up the presidency since Nixon. And he, you'd be damned if you the first man to go in there, the, the hunky, to go in there after the motherfucking the black man, and you get impeached because all the bullshit you did. You know how bad that makes us look? That's in the record books. That can't be erased. That can't be erased. Right. And, you know, they story somewhere down along the line, they, they erase until they find this here. God damn it. There was a black man in office, his name was Barack Hussein Obama. And he served the country real for eight years. He didn't do nothing for black people too much, but he, he got the gays all he rights. Now he could get you some hair while you're on the plane. And then he ain't got to cover up. There's three bathrooms on the plane now. Do you remember when um do you remember when, when we had the comedian on there, one of your buddies on there? M dubs? No. It was another one. Uh, yeah, my buddy. Uh, 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 What's his name? He locked up now. Damn. No, really? Yeah. Why? Uh... What's his name, man? I can't think. Sean. Of Sean. Sean Monroe. You Sean. remember he said something to the fact that you know, um, when his comedy when when Dave's comedy specials came out before. Yeah. He said. Dave's the only one that can get away with doing that kind of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have the balls to do it. He's the only one that can get away with that kind of comedy. And stay mainstream. See, Corey does that type of shit too, but Corey is too gutter for him. And he not going to kiss the people's asses. It's his show, and he going to run with it the way he run around with it. He going to do the abortion jokes. He going to do all the, all the Jesus was a side baby jokes. Popping. <laughs> oh, he's going to say all that shit. Then he's going to tell you, I'm not talking about Jesus, I'm talking about Mary. Mm-hmm. That was his mama. He's like, imagine your... So why why is it that, uh, uh, Delcy, you can chime in also, why is it that Dave can get a, Dave and Dave can get away with these kind of jokes consecutively? But if somebody else made the same kind of jokes about transgender, cancel culture, Michael Jackson... Opioid crisis, um, even the bit about Ju- uh, uh, Jesse Smollett. Well, they turned on that fifty million dollars before, and then they they come back to him, and he's still the same person. So it's like we got to run with him because he still was doing his tours, even when after he turned on the fifty million dollars, he went and got it, him a farmland out in Ohio, and then sometime he rides around the country. With a trailer, with his bikes on it, and he'll stop in your town and ride through the town and do. He'll go to the House of Blues like he did here one year. He rode, he followed his trailer up from Madison, Wisconsin, where he did a show down there for the college boys. And he came here, and Leon opened up for him, and he did the whole concert. And it said, uh, it had Leon as a host. He did 15 minutes to start off the show. Had another little dude open up for him for 20 minutes. And then it said, Dave Chappelle. 
in the time limit said as long as he wants. So, your thoughts on that? Because he's unapologetic. The next motherfucker gonna get that whole car pulled because they done said some shit people don't agree with, and they done apologized for it. You see, you see, they made social media made uh, Janelle Monae apologize, right? She had no right saying that stupid shit. Okay, here we go. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. People, people went out and fucking voted. Donald Trump became president because of that electoral college bullshit. Stop acting like niggas cannot stand in line for fucking chicken sandwiches and stand in line to vote. And the people that didn't vote didn't like either fucking candidate, so they reserved their fucking right. I voted for myself. These motherfuckers stand around here and they act like we are still the fucking minority. They outnumber us six to fucking with six of them for every one of us. They gonna always get what the fuck they want. I'm tired of the blackest of the blackest people and they anti-black shit. If I see another one of them fucking memes talking about what a nigga will stand in line for fucking chicken but ain't standing in line over here, fuck you in your mama. You see the kid down there in North Carolina registered people to vote while they were getting the chicken sandwiches. Fuck him too. Oh my God. Because he ain't do shit but fall into the same motherfucking trap because how about... I'm pretty sure he only probably got about 10 people to fucking register because majority of the motherfuckers that were standing in line was people that got off work and wanted a fucking sandwich. Like, what the fuck? We all ain't just sitting around fucking twiddling our fucking thumbs. I can go stand in line for a fucking chicken sandwich if I want to. And without having to register to vote or being told, I hope you fucking stand in line at the polls like that. I can't wait to fucking vote for fucking president. I'm going to have my ballot sheet and a fucking fried chicken sandwich like, come on, nigga, say something now. Bomb! <laughs> the worst kind... These, these, these woke niggas is the worst kind of niggas. They so fucking anti-black. No, that shit is anti-black. That shit was made up by a black person mocking a motherfucking black person. You cannot be pro-black talking like that. Well, what? So you saying you you saying pro-black what? You can't. You sit up and saying, hold that thought. You got, hold that thought. You sit up and saying you, we shouldn't put a, a voting booth at the Popeyes. For what? Why the fuck do we need? Why do we need a voting booth at the fucking Popeyes? Why do we need some shit like that? How about a blood pressure machine? <laughs> the dentist Bob's How about Fucking throw a washer And a dryer up In that motherfucker So some of these Funky motherfuckers Could wash their clothes But a fucking Voting booth The fuck up out of here That's some Anti-black shit to say Oh y'all niggas Making a fool Out of y'all selves Over some chicken sandwiches We gave, we gave You other niggas Is standing around Recording that shit And putting it on The fucking internet we gave we gave we gave them them crackers over at, at Yum Brams who who owns uh Popeyes twenty five million dollars I think they own Popeyes we didn't give them shit nah they don't y- y- take it take it back Popeyes does not own by Yum Brams um Yum Brands owns uh KFC who's coming out with the KFC vegan you wings. talking about the Yum Yum Corporation vegan wings they coming out with vegan wings KFC's about to come and out with all vegan of wings. that shit Women is just trash keep sucking dick your, your day is coming bombs. <laughs> 
All that shit is trash. Fuck all these chicken sandwiches and, and wing zings and vegan wings. I want to tell all the get vegans out on. here. Get your fuck on. Hold on. Hold on. Your millions of dollars will be there shortly. You have a knight in shining armor coming. Dear vegans, if you are not eating a strict plant-based diet... And you going down here to try this impossible burger, these motherfucking fake ass chicken from the fucking KFC. All of that shit is highly processed and it is not fucking good for you. The line was out the door at, in, down there in Georgia. Where for, for fucking vegan wings, wheat fucking flour, boiled in water. Oh my God. Seasoned and then dipped in a batter and then deep fried. That's what the fuck that shit is. They shaped it into a fucking wing. How about this one, vegans? If you don't like meat, you shouldn't be trying to consume anything that is meat-like. You don't get the right to have fried fucking chicken because you don't want to eat fucking chicken. You don't want to kill the chicken. So fuck you and just eat your spinach and shut the fuck up. Pop it. It was a line out the door to, for Smyrna, Georgia for the vegan wings, though. Dumb as fuck. Because everybody, you have to sensationalize everything. So the Impossible Burger? Impossible Burger is trash. From from Burger King? Tra okay. I, I had one today. Mm-hmm. You had cheese on it? No, nah, I didn't know cheese on it. Did you have mayo on it? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely wasn't vegan after that <laughs> shit. Pop <laughs> Because they, guess what? They ain't got motherfucking impossible cheese and impossible motherfucking mayo up in the motherfucking KFC. Because that shit costs too much. And that fucking impossible burger ain't shit but fucking processed shit. It's not fucking good for you. I've been having gas hogs ever since I ate it. That shit, stop. people need to stop playing in their ass, man. You either going to eat real food or you're not. Okay. If you want a fucking hamburger... Eat a fucking hamburger. Don't eat no shit somebody created in a motherfucking lab. So, if you trying to lose weight, just fuck it. Wait till your girl go to sleep and go through her phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, why you getting it, goddammit? In 48 hours. And crack. And they would be in 48 hours. She would be asking you, are you smoking crack like mail on snowfall? Because hey. all your weight going to fall off. Did you did you see the meme about that today? The other day? Uh-uh. No, no, you posted the fucking meme. What was it? Meme when the nigga said you found out she went through his he left his phone at home. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she called his job to say, tell my husband uh, his phone has been left here and unlocked <laughs> for hours. <laughs> <laughs> and died. Um, Take me, Lord. Wait, so so he can he's the only one that can get away with this kind of that kind of comedy. That's what Sean said years ago, and it sets everybody else up for failure if they try to do that kind of comedy. I remember him saying that. I distinctly remember him saying that when when the first other two episodes uh, specials came out back in seventeen. Stop um, being so apologetic about the shit that you say. Stop backpedaling. I mean, and like stand I said, on what the fuck you said. I said what the fuck I said. Like I said, motherfucking Richard Pryor but, offered up his son's butt. To Paul Mooney, and I'm standing on that. And ain't nobody gonna make me apologize, and I'm not gonna be guilted into it. But hey, does your dog bark when you put the key in the door? <laughs> <laughs> we don't bark. That's gonna let you know his, 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 his minutes are numbered. Hey, look, 
<laughs> Something happened to my motherfucking dog, you gonna know it. Cause I'm gonna come up to that motherfucking barbershop and I'm gonna punch your ass dead in the motherfucking side of your head. He didn't hey, ate the crouch out of your patties. You the one made him sick. Pop it! <laughs> Pop it! Bombs! Hey, look. I don't even wear panties. <laughs> Fuck you. Being done, your mama don't wear no drawers. <laughs> I saw what you took them out. So is 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 the situation as far as is 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 we can't accept this kind of comedy coming from DC Young Fly because he he he, he dressed that, like a fucking girl. Hold on, go ahead. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. If he come with that delivery, but we all know that. That's Dave's delivery. That's Dave's style. DC Young Fly has a more physical style. Yeah, you're not gonna si- get that from eighty five South. He he he's silly. He's sillier. Uh it's a more spot on comedy, more so in your face. Theirs is not thought provoked. Not uh not to the point where it's it's gonna take you on it's it's gonna, it's that roller coaster ride. And at the end, you're gonna be glad you took that ride. You know what I mean? It may, it, whether it's a two minute joke, like it, like it was about the uh, the lady jumping out of the trash can in the, in, in the alley, mm-hmm. or whether it's a uh, four and a half minute joke like the one about uh, Juicy uh, what's his name? Smoothie, 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 Juicy What about? And it's so crazy about it was he had to say that so dude wouldn't get upset and try to sue. So he know he on the bullshit because he already lied. So he just don't use his name. You know what I mean? So he said even that's he genius niggas, shit. He said you had niggas feeling sorry for the police. Yeah. The best shit was when he was like, "Uh, we was on this side. We didn't say nothing because we all thought that nigga was lying." Yeah. That's cool. It was the truth though. We all heard that story. Like, wait a minute. What was what was your thoughts about the faggot versus nigga thing? Um. Bit at a cartoon, not a cartoon, but at Comedy Central. I mean, Nothing it made really. good sense to me, Dave. You're not a gay, you're not, yeah, a- but I'm not a nigga, I'm not a nigger either, right? Right, very uh, pick, if, your, pick the right battle for yourself. If you haven't seen the, the, the uh, Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones, I highly recommend that you see it, you uh, watch it. And everything. Um, I appreciate it. When did you watch it, uh, Magic? The last two nights. How many times have you watched it? Just twice. You know? And you, how many times you Three watched times. it? Three times. Three times. I've watched it one time, and I'm going to watch it again. Um, let's just run through these real quick. Um, husband's friend passed suddenly. Oh, give, me a, give me a rewind. Controversy. We went on a couple's trip to Vegas, me and my husband and his best friend and some random chick. Breakfast time, he goes to the buffet and brings coffee rolls, etc. for them and not me. I snapped him. You don't need food. Look at you. Advice. Get <laughs> <laughs> a treadmill, baby. Bombs! <laughs> you want to please your man and keep a side chick away. Keep keep his eye from wondering. Keep his eye on you in, in a good way, and and uh, that's my queen way. That's my you know his, in a lustful way. 
And the way that made him get to the position that you in, which is his wife, if you want to keep him from as I for wondering, you know, you gotta you gotta do the shit, you gotta do the dating shit like like he was doing at first. Yeah, you put on no fucking boy shorts and they disappear <laughs> in your ass. What'd you say? You wanna put on no you don't want you to put on no boy shorts and they disappear and crack of your ass. <laughs> you what'd you say? Poison him. Oh my god. You have went from Richard Pryor's son uh, being offered to poison a nigga because poison he said, him because he he brought back coffee rolls and told her she doesn't need some. Poison him. <laughs> She's bad. We talking about <laughs> look. I'd fucking put Ipecac in that motherfucker's toothpaste, and every he is spending the next thirty fucking days throwing up, and I know what what the fuck is wrong with him. Delsa, you don't need to get married. You're gonna be on an episode of uh, what's snapped. That shit? No, nah, that's not the one that come on TV one. <laughs> I don't know. Fatal Attraction. <laughs> Jamal brother, little brother then told me he feels like I'm going to end up on an episode of Snapped. And Delcia, who was a great member of the Reasonable Ignorance podcast, that kept Jamal laughing, suddenly killed a dog and a lover. Just don't be like the motherfucking white boy whose, whose life got spared. By them police. That was the most reprehensible video ever seen. I mean, I've, no, I take that back. That ranks as one of the most reprehensible videos ever. Is it he should have been, he, sh he should be dead. The one that was driving the, the truck? No. The one that was the naked, naked today? Dude. Yes. He showed out, didn't he? He showed the fuck out, man. And you know what makes you mad? Did you see the video? <coughs> you know why it makes you mad? Because you've seen what happened to Laquan McDonald. And you've seen what happened to Eric Garner. Yeah. And you've seen what happened to niggas over... Walter Scott. Yeah. We keep keep going. This happened in Lynchburg, Virginia. The nigga, the cracker was up there running towards... He, the police fucking ran. What? The police ran. So that goes to show you they already are trained not to kill the one that looks like them. That'd have been us. He'd have been dead as soon as he touched his belt ready. buckle. Take a get it to get naked. A nigga, a nigga, penis sl uh, uh, slanging side to side or whatever. Uh, 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 he, he just got through murdering two women and a child, and you running from the motherfucker. That's they, they gotta study. You running from him? That shit was. Oh my god! They gotta study him. They gotta say, hey, we gotta study him. What, what happened to him? That crap. What made him kill two women and a child? And then choked the person in front of their face, and you didn't shoot him at all. Let a nigga kill two women and a child. Guess what's going to happen? Dead. Shut the fuck up. You're going to have more holes in them than Swiss cheese. You ain't see the video? I mean, I saw. He turned his back naked. to the police and backed up. Goddamn right he did. You ain't see it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Your thoughts? Naked. They used pepper spray and sticks. I personally wouldn't have minded seeing them getting tased in the balls. White man, why did you kill everybody that was in the house? Oh, I wanted to be alone. Okay, we're going to study this. We're going to put you in an insane, insane asylum by yourself. No, Nigga, why did you kill asylum? everybody that was like in the house? I wanted to be alone. You're going to be alone. They have a death penalty in Virginia. They probably going to fry his ass. What? After they do 20 years from now? We, we talking about after he does nightline interviews? After he does interviews with this person, with that person? Fuck I'm saying it's two White different sets of rules. Motherfucking get to the root of things. They want to understand. Like, that's like why I said they're gonna study him. They want to understand. If it was a nigga that did that, they'd have told a nigga, "You gonna be alone because we gonna 
put your ass up under the thing by yourself and shoot you with a needle. Crawford dude was standing in the motherfucking Walmart holding a fucking air pistol that Walmart sold and the motherfucker called the police and said that he was in there with a gun and they came in and they shot his ass while he was on the phone talking to his girlfriend. But this motherfucker yeah, could I remember that one, yeah. run around in a motherfucking circle Run chasing the fucking naked. police naked after he didn't just killed the shorty and it was probably his shorty. Can you... How, let me ask you this. Give me a rewind. Could you both still be on the air with your colleague after, he's, after you've been called a gorilla? No, she would be fired. We sitting in human resources all day long. Because let me tell you what Becky got me fucked up at. And then after that, he going to call his cousin Delcia and I'm going to throw a cocktail bomb through that bitch window. Because, bitch, I got your gorilla. Bombs. Your thoughts on that one, Magic? Yeah, I can still be on air with her. It's the thing is, because she still be on air with me. <laughs> right, shit. I can, I can have a ball That with nigga her. sat there like... I would have a ball with her. Oklahoma, huh? Trust me. I would go so hard and so subliminal. Dave Chappelle special would be an afterthought in y'all mind. <laughs> Every chance I got, I would I would give her hell. You know I'm a Scorpio, the only child that has a lot on his mind. Grew up Christian and Muslim. Saying a, a Muslim prayer over pork. <laughs> <laughs> Pop it. Confuses that. <laughs> God damn it. You, you, have to, you have to understand it. Life is different now, man. Life is fucking different, man. And it used to be a prelude to to life was high school. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was people that they were so tripped out in high school to still tripped out now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Drug dealers then, drug dealers now. Uh, you 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 always getting on Carl Harris every week about something. Oh, that's that's my man. He, he he likes that shit. He don't nobody give a fuck about Carl. All his classmates dying off. He's fifty six years old. Listen, pop <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> People set their life early. And what they you know what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Like you went to college, became a sigma. You still heavily influenced in the community through your Sigma brothers and whatnot. But now what says life is social media and these damn phones. Yeah. And your life might be cut short by this shit. Or it it might be you might become instantly famous for a good thirteen seconds or even twenty four hours. And in twenty four hours nobody's thinking about you no more. You know what I mean? So by, so by next week we're gonna be done with the the uh, backlash that uh, Dave Chappelle's getting. We're done with Jay Z, ain't? Yeah, we moved on. Yeah, we, we moved on from. This motherfuckers got the attention span of fucking cockroach. Because your phone, because you go from uh, Facebook to Twitter to Instagram to Snapchat, then you know you you your kids doing the same thing. Your whole household is doing the same fucking thing. I'm making live videos with YouTube and we looking this up. Nobody's even having the the family conversations that they needed so bad no more. Nobody's even doing the things that we grew up doing. How often do you eat baked beans? Not often at all. And chili, that's it. 
how do you, no, no baked beans? Nah. Actual baked beans. How often do you no, make baked beans? I don't eat baked beans. them baked beans. Boston baked beans. Nigga. We make them shits every time we barbecue. How many days? How many times do you barbecue out of the year? I want to say this whole entire summer, in between my dad's house and like cousin Saturday, about six times. I I I told I had an argument at the popcorn shop with three other people, and I said that uh, black people don't eat baked beans. Whole ass laugh. Whole ass laugh. I I don't eat baked beans. You don't. You're one of those black people that don't, but that's a Me whole too. ass lie. I've been to. Thank you. I eat some beans and some chili. That's it. But black see. beans. You eat black beans or navy beans? Am I I've correct? No, you know damn navy beans. You ever never had navy beans? I don't like no navy beans. I don't like navy beans. Lima. I don't like beans. I grew up eating beans. Goddamn it. <laughs> the poor ass house over there. Them niggas eat beans. Right. Fucking. That's day. what we associate baked beans with being poor. Mm-hmm. Nigga eat some beans. He get a bag of I beans and a six pack of beer. Ain't that some backwards shit? You got twelve fucking kids. Bumps, nigga. (laughs) Eat some navy beans and some fucking uh, cornbread with water. I'm talking about over at my cousin's house. That's what this nigga did. He's putting more money on the bed than he did with the food for the kids. That's fucked up. I mean, when I'm making baked beans, I'm putting all kinds of good shit up in my baked beans. Like you associate baked beans with hot dogs in them. And pork in them. What they no, call I them cow- cow- cowboy beans? Where they can put the meat in them now? They call them cowboy beans. You associate that because you because the high school no, I don't. school lunches and shit like nope, that. Black people don't that. eat baked beans. That's a lie. I can call plenty of black people in this phone. I smelled a can like, of pork and beans one day. I thought I smelled some like dog food. Beans, I was like, this is and this. they gonna be like, yes. They used to give no. this shit to us. Pork and beans and hot dogs. Yeah. My dad makes some shits every time he barbecues. And he puts some shits on the grill. My hats off to men who barbecue. I'm not good at this shit. I, I that, do it once, two the, good ones a year. Going back to the the Chappelle, the the bit about him and his father interaction about being poor and broke. That was a good. That was a good, a good uh, segment of, of comedy right there. When he asked me, he said, "Nigga, you ain't got three dollars." <laughs> God damn, pop <laughs> That's where I be feeling now, you know, but. You know how the guys be outside the gas station and they're begging? Yeah. Nigga asked me the other day with the, with the most sincere kings of English in the world. What did he say? Do you have one or two dollars? <laughs> I <laughs> said, nigga, no. <laughs> Bob's not for you. <laughs> Motherfucker, you spoke to me like that. You, you should have that. You should be somewhere teaching somebody how to talk. Right. For about $15 an hour. Right. Instead of getting in my motherfucking face early in the morning, do you have one or two dollars? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve of you. What about the dancing groups? Do you donate money to them? No. I never have. Never will. Get uh, your ass out the fucking street. Yeah. Where the fuck is your... Where's the adult at? Goddamn it. Supervisor, you motherfucker. Where is your parent at? <laughs> exactly. don't give a fuck about you. Just told you, like my mother used to say, go outside and play in traffic. And these motherfuckers out there footworking in traffic. Like, you can't even... They can't even see... Some of them so small, they can't even see above the hood of the car. I feel so guilty when they walk past and I don't give them money, though. Shit, I ain't making eye contact. You get the fuck away from me. Do you see the little girls out there that were like when the older girls get out there? Not the little ones. Not the eight-year-olds. Talking about the 16-year-olds. Yeah. There's, there's one second away from being with Trump and his buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Some old motherfucker gonna tell her, hey, you want a guy roll? And $20? And your eyebrows arch? <laughs> 
Stop all that goddamn footwork and get in this car. Bob's! <laughs> you got to be out your fucking mind. Some of them girls, you got to be like, hey, hey, she, somebody going to get her. Some some high school janitor that's off for the summer is about to ruin her fucking life. <laughs> he go put the broom handle on her. Oh God! Uh, my fiance says that she loves me, but I'm too poor to give her kind of the kind of wedding she deserves. I was hurt. I've been unemployed our entire nine year relationship. Damn. Never even looked for work. Damn. I get SSI benefits for my high stress. Is she cheating? What to do? Delcia. You think you got high stress? Go through her phone. That shit'll be over with. You'll give her the you gonna, you ain't gonna give her the, the wedding all, she wants. So you you'll give her the funeral that she gonna disorderly want. First of all, that bitch might as well. You've been fucking with a motherfucker for nine years that only get fucking seven hundred and sixty four dollars a month from the fucking government. But you let him propose to you when you said yes. Some meal is better than no meal. Both they motherfucking asses report to the dumpster. Nine years. The trash, man. <laughs> the trash. <laughs> Bitches know they love holding on the garbage and shit. I don't understand it. Nine. You know how much $764 could do in a trailer home in, in nowhere, Alabama? Where? <laughs> much. Not what? motherfucking much when you got to pay. $764 a month? You got to pay utilities home? and shit. You got to buy. For you need essentials. Nowhere, Alabama. <laughs> you need essentials though. We're not talking about Wicker Park, Chicago, Illinois. That ain't shit. That ain't nothing but lunch money for the whole fucking two and a half weeks. Seven hundred and sixty-four dollars in nowhere, Alabama. Look at you balling. Somebody getting some of them more of that check. Might be his sister. He might be fucking his sister no, too. She get three hundred. <laughs> If you get four into his shit, that's what they did. The real I'm thing I'm just is saying, about. like, he's already crazy. I stress. How much love money his can he pay his wife. into Social Security? Huh? I know fucking disability. If you've never worked a day before in your life, you're getting like maybe seven hundred and fifty, eight hundred fucking dollars. I couldn't fucking imagine. You know how much I didn't spend motherfucking eight hundred dollars on bullshit in the last week. Well, that's the thing. Ain't got shit job. to show for it. Well, well, listen. Go, go, go. Try to catch your thumb and get you. You probably get nine hundred something dollars up here in Chicago because the cost of living, you know, is a little higher. Or one of them little small towns down in southern Illinois, where you got to go outside in the middle of the night and shit and piss. The outhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Go out there. Seven hundred dollars would do wonders out there. Here we go. Uh, my boyfriend's mother stole money from his account, and when he confronted her, he pushed her down to the ground. His father told him, "You should have punched her ass." I never saw this side before. Uh, I never saw this side before, and now he's being aggressive with me. What to do? You knew your ass was coming once you seen him push his mama down on the ground. <laughs> you should have packed your. You should have <laughs> tore your ACL getting away from that nigga. Pulling <laughs> <laughs> like, Marcus Cousins. Yeah, you should have just. You, you got the whole ass. Was somebody pushed their mama down? <laughs> Man, the wrath of God is coming to him. <laughs> you push your mama down, and the daddy say she to punch that wait, bitch. Wait, wait, you said you should to, you should tore your ACL. <laughs> yeah, getting the fuck away from that nigga. Pop. But instead Bobby of doing that, like Fred this bitch <laughs> hops ass on the fucking internet asking the internet for fucking advice. <laughs> 
bitch, I hope he beats you within two inches of your life. Oh my god, you're dumb. Go to the dumpster. It's, it's only one person this nigga daddy could have been. <laughs> right, shit. His daddy had to be the great, the late great Ike Turner. Should have punched the bitch. That's <laughs> some shit. That's some shit. Hey, reasonable ignorance podcast. Um, now nah, wait, wait, you know, here anywhere where you hear podcast. Welcome back, Delcia. Welcome back, Delcia. Great to be back, guys. Welcome back, Delcia. Um, download, subscribe, leave a comment. Shout out to Gizzarelli. Shout out to Big Squeezo. Shout out to Brian Turner. Um, shout out to uh, uh, everybody that's that listens to the podcast, Brian Sumner. I appreciate you, bro. We go way back 20 plus years uh, for listening to the podcast. We don't have you on here one week, man. I promise you. I told you last week we was going to get you on here. We're going to get you on here. Shout out to uh, 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 everybody that saw the video last week of of, of the podcast on, on your live mic. Um, one of my basketball parents saw the saw he's talking about I'm a celebrity. I'm like I ain't nobody, man. I'm just we just did we do a podcast every Wednesday. Yeah, this you is know what I'm saying. But he saw the podcast. He saw the live podcast from last week and Wednesday and everything. So that was that was that's a good look. Shout out to my man Steph Junior. That my Steph Senior that that's uh tuned into the podcast. He he was uh he was touched by the the, the broken heart. A broken heart can mend. Uh, yeah, episode. Yeah, it was, that was his first episode. Listening to our podcast, who's wow. into podcasts and everything. So, uh, shout out to him. He's one of the basketball parents. Also, um, everybody that listens to the podcast for uh, Delcia's back. Um, whether you was listening or not, I, I appreciate you. Uh, Cheap delicious prayers to y'all out there in Florida yeah. uh, about to face that hurricane Doria. Y'all, y'all be safe out there. Get to, get to some in dry land. Go up to Atlanta. Jessica Star right, I love you. Please uh be well. Keep 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 your mind. I, I wish you uh success and energy at, at all times. Um keep things together, please. Um with that being said, Magic Mike. If it is to be, it's to be up to me. May y'all all live as long as you want, never want as long as you live. May y'all live a uh, hundred years and me myself 100 years minus one day so i won't know the good people like you passed away we love all y'all thank y'all for listening share it man let's start sharing each other's podcasts all right thank you when them niggas start acting up poison them sis (laughs) shout out to fat liver jones and damn it i love you boy bombs